This episode is brought to you by Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. It's free. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will take away the hassle of distributing your podcast. They do it themselves. You can hear it on Spotify, Apple, Stitcher, Overcast, Pocket Cast, whatever. Wherever you listen to your podcasts, your podcast will be there for you to hear. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. That means you can have three listeners and still get paid to do your podcast. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. To get started, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That's anchor.fm. Make your podcast today so the whole world can hear your weird voice. I was having a discussion with a friend, well, over the weekend actually, about um, the most recent presidential news, and I'm sure um, the loyal seven or eight listeners of this podcast will be tired of me talking about politics or thinking they want to do harm to themselves because I'm talking about politics again, but trust me, this will not be a uh, political episode. It is, however, in reference to, you know, the uh, president's positive COVID test and the karma related to that. Um, now, I have a very strict, specific aversion to wishing death on anyone, even people I despise. And anyone that's ever listened to this podcast knows that I not only despise this man as the president, I despise him as a human being. He was a huge piece of shit before he was the president. And I have no qualms admitting that. However, I don't believe in wishing death on people, no matter how fucking awful they may be. Um, I really do believe that there's some sort of, and I don't really necessarily believe in something like karma, but I definitely do believe that things are circular and I do believe that you put out that kind of 
for lack of a better word, vibe into the universe and it's going to eventually somehow find its way back to you. And yeah, I guess that is uh, karma, but you know what? Fuck you guys. However, I've struggled with the idea of feeling bad at all about it because I don't. I don't care about this man's well-being. I don't care about his recovery or lack of one if there if that happens. And I don't really give a fuck about anybody on the right wing or Republican or however you want to talk about supporters of the president. I don't give a shit about them claiming that it's disgusting to wish the president ill. You motherfuckers, there are a lot of you that wish ill on anyone that isn't straight and white. So... I do not feel bad. If you have somebody that's treated this thing like a fucking half-assed joke since the beginning, there's a certain sense of just hilarious irony to the fact that he contracted this fucking thing. Anyway, That's just a little side to um, open the episode. I don't intend on talking about it ever again in, well, at least this episode at the very least. Um, I'm sure I'll talk about it, you know, because it is what it is. So recently I um, got to shoot some photos for a friend's wedding. And when you want to talk about um, how my anxiety relates to creativity and uh, especially when it comes to photography and things of that nature, it's always been kind of hard for me to wrestle with the idea of turning photography into some sort of uh, monetary you know, endeavor. Um, I feel like I'm pretty decent at taking photos. I, uh, hell, I went to fucking school for cinematography. I know how to light something. I know how to frame something. I know composition, angles. I know all that stuff. I know all the technical shit, but... The main thing I lack, I guess, uh, that, well, what I'm assuming most photographers have is uh, confidence, confidence in my abilities. That's not to say that I struggle with the idea of, oh, can I, do I know how to take a photograph, a good photograph? Am I good at it? I don't really struggle with that. I do believe that I have some talent in, you know, snapping photos, but It's all in um it's all in the idea that I 
may not be good at it in a people setting. If that makes any sense. And by people setting, I mean taking photos of people for money. Photos that those people will want to use to show other people their special day or event or family photos or anything that somebody would pay money for. Because let's face it, you know, unless you're a National Geographic photographer, nobody wants to pay money for landscape photos or animal photos, things that I love taking photos of. Nobody wants to pay for that. Um, Which, you know, personally kind of sucks. Those are the photos I feel I'm actually pretty good at. But I don't know. It's, um, I guess it's an anxiety. I guess it's a fear and anxiety of broadening my horizons for lack of a better term. You know, it's not to say I've never taken photos of people. I have very, I don't, I, you know, I know people exist and I've taken photos of them. So I'm not really um, brand new to that, but I am brand new to taking photos that will potentially be sold or bought. Because, you know, it's the it's the age old thing of you don't want your work to be torn apart. And sometimes, you know. People say that criticism is something that helps you get better. And in a lot of cases, that's very true. But when you have a um, highly sensitive brain like mine, it will take every single opportunity to try and fuck me and ruin any sort of commercial aspects of my photography. Basically, it'll just put me in a hole where I will not want to. If I ever got criticized for an image that I did at like a wedding or something, it would push me into a hole probably. This is just what I'm guessing of, well, I tried that, wasn't good at it. And that would just be for one image, you know? Imagine if like, I took 350 photos and the, you know, bride and groom came to me and said, 349 of these are very good. I, you know, the panic riddled brain will think, oh, well, (laughs) that one must have been a real piece of shit. And I am a piece of shit for taking that photo and showing it to you. There's a weird sort of, um, I guess, reverence to our own work, like our own creative work, that it would be nice if we didn't have to, um, I don't know, deal with uh, whatever the hell that means, you know? If I was able to just do something, uh, create it, and then not hold like a seriously narcissistic view of it. Like this is really great. And I will be really upset if somebody tells me that it's not as great as I think it is. It would be so awesome if, you know, our brains would let us do things without a sense of 
as I said before, without a sense of narcissism, I would really love that. I would really love the idea of just being able to do something creative, push it out into the world, and then just let its acceptance or non-acceptance happen. You know, that would be so great. Obviously, that's not something that happens. Um, I would I would wager to guess that very few, if any of us, are able to do something creative and then not care about its reception. You know, I'm sure like successful film directors, you know, these directors that have made upwards of like 15, 20 movies, I'm sure they don't like question their abilities if they get a bad review or if one of their movies doesn't do as well as a previous movie, you know, because they're always like striving to top themselves or they should be. And I do feel that I'm trying to actively improve photography, learn new photographic techniques, learn new styles, learn different things about photography because obviously you can't learn every single thing about anything really because things change, things evolve. And, you know, I see, you know, I go on Instagram and I see like outstanding photographers like putting up these outstanding images and most of the time, I would say at least 75% of the time it inspires me but that 25% of time makes me feel like I will never take a photo this good, which, you know, unless you have no eye at all, you will probably take a very good photo at least once in your life. And it just kind of, uh, it's kind of ridiculous to think that way, but I can't help but think that way. Like, like I said, 25% of the time I will look at other images or other photographers images and be like, I would never be able to pull something like that off, but that's not true. You know, I don't have access to thousands of dollars of equipment. I have a camera that costs $400, uh, some lighting that costs $60, a tripod that costs $30, and a lens that costs $250. That's not even to say the lens that just came with the camera, the kit lens. So it's, I don't know, for lack of a better phrase, it's intimidating. And I can't think of any other way to put it. You know, it's sometimes it's intimidating to look at other photography works, you know, because it comes from like a, sometimes it'll come from like a place of, I guess envy, I guess envy is the right word. It'll come from a place of envy, like fuck, you know, why can't I have a $3,000 camera and a couple of thousand dollar lenses or a ridiculous tripod or a lighting rig that's insane and that's fucking pointless and useless because you know 
photography isn't really made by the goddamn camera. And yes, I know for you fucking wise asses out there, well, yeah, it is. You need a camera to take photos. Thank you. Um, what I mean is it's more about just the person behind the goddamn camera, however cheesy and stupid that sounds after I just said it out loud. God, I'm so upset for saying that. But it's still true. And I really... Uh, I'm trying very hard to work on, I don't know, I guess acceptance of criticism. Is that what I'm trying to say? I don't know. I don't know. I don't really know what I'm like, what the ultimate uh, thesis statement is here about, you know, this type of train of thought. This is what happens. Like I get too bungled up in things that I want to say and end up like losing the point of my initial train of thought. But I guess this is what a uh, messy anxiety podcast is for, you know, it's pretty much stream of consciousness coming out of me. You know, I obviously very much don't write a script for my anxiety podcast. That would be fucking pointless. Here is my prepared statement this week on panic. I hope you like it and I hope it sounds like it's a fucking news report. Regardless, I really just want to get to the point where I can accept that there might be creative stumbles, accept that there might be hmm, creative judgment because, you know, I have to start accepting that if I want to get better and doesn't everybody want to get better? Isn't that the point? 